Greetings from Loonsville. This is Sid, and I am here with Jeff. Ta-ka! <laughs> and we just finished a movie. Um, this is the second remake of Black Christmas. Yeah. And I have to say the first remake was, like, a lot better than this. Is it? Is the yeah. Is the, the 80s one a remake... Though, no, not the eighties one, the one that came out in the oh two thousand like six, right? Yeah, the one where he eats his parents and cookies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that one. I was thinking there was one earlier than the eighties one because I forgot all about the two thousand one. Hmm. No, I'm talking about the. 2000s, or I don't know exactly what year. I think it was 2006. 2006. I could be wrong. And then the original was 1974. Damn, it was 74? I thought it was 84. Shit. So the original original is a very good movie, and everyone should see it. You want to, like, that one had atmosphere, some good kills, and. The original was. Really good. Yeah. It's a staple of slasher um, history. The The first remake, the one from 2006, doesn't have the atmosphere or the story, but it has... I mean, what you really want is, like, the kills. You have, like, gory kills. You have cannibalism and... Yeah, Just I feel weird, like, like they changed the entire story in the other one. That's why I didn't know it was a a remake. I thought it was just the same name. Mm, that was like pure exploitation Black Christmas. And that story was closer than this story. This this is just the name. And the fact that it's ba- um in a college campus. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it's happening to a sorority of girls and shit is all the same, but other than that, like that is literally the only plot point they kept, is that there is a sorority involved. Yeah. <laughs> Man, this movie was bad. This movie depressed me in a lot of ways. And this one could have went either way, because... um If you liked it, you got accused of, like, being all into the woke movies, and then <laughs> and then if you hated it, you were just a crybaby, or a crying man-baby. You know what? I like a lot of the movies that people rag on and say stupid shit about because they're non-exploitative of females or they're about feminine strength and power whatever this is not one of them man and it's got nothing to do with that being part of the plot point the movie is just fucking bad yeah i mean the acting was kind of solid the acting wasn't terrible i mean there's there's a couple scenes that i could pick out like towards the end of the movie when um the boyfriend comes back and finds uh, what's her name? The Riley. He finds yeah. Riley hiding behind the couch. 
and he's like blah 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 what are you doing and she's whispering trying to tell him that there's somebody the in the house up. and he fucking he just starts yelling where is Marnie or whatever her fucking name is and I'm like why is this dude yelling he was literally the calmest person the entire fucking movie well until the um their fight sounded like a argument on social media <laughs> yeah it was like it, it wasn't like a... stupid but even during the fight he was composed and he was calm i mean yeah he raised his voice but he wasn't shouting or anything and then literally the one time he's being told to be quiet he fucking starts screaming yeah <laughs> so this is another one of those um uh, we talked about it in the craft review it's um basically the villain itself is toxic masculinity And uh, they like to remind you of that throughout the movie. Even when, like, there's no mystery to it. Like, as soon as they start showing up, the kill or the killer starts showing up, you kind of figure it out even before their review, reveal what's going on. It's just, man, this movie was frustrating. You know what? I'm going to disagree. I did not see what was going on coming until the black shit dripping from the bust towards the, what, midpoint of the movie? I knew who was behind the fucking murders the entire movie, but the whole black magic thing kind of caught me off guard. Uh, yeah, well, the black magic thing. But that that just seems, like, tacked on at the end. Like, it's like... Oh, it's black magic to keep women in their place. Stupidest fucking... You know what the (laughs) stupidest part of it is? Like, I... I am all for, and I understand trying to stop pigeonholing women into like this victim role and giving them empowering roles and shit like that in the horror genre and all of that but like this movie was written by a woman and you're not helping your fucking case yeah it's not um like this movie was absolute shit it's well it's you could you can make an empowering movie without being so fucking heavy handed too like it's well I mean look at aliens that's totally feminine empowering and exactly or Terminator too it's fucking amazing yeah fucking Terminator as well so let's let's do it. run through this piece of shit uh, I don't do it like <laughs> you want to run through bitches say stupid shit and they die. Yeah, and, but I'm then, just uh, kidding. I'm not. I'm not gonna fucking be that that's, lame. That's basically how it is. The but, the movie is. It's just a. I don't fuck. It. It's a pile of garbage, dude. This goes on the bottom of the Bloomhouse totem pole with Paranormal Activity. Well, if um, if there's I, a man in it, they're an asshole or they're stupid. And <laughs> well, there were there were three good male characters in this movie. 
What are your three? Uh, the the dude that was into Riley. He mm. was he was a good character. He wasn't sh- poorly written. He wasn't poorly acted, and he he had a. Oh yeah, he showed up like six times. A then. decent. Well, yeah, I'm not saying he was <laughs> filling the movie with his presence. I'm just saying. It's probably less than six. I was Harry Elwes because I'm never gonna fucking say a bad word about him. I was gonna mention him when we start talking about their little lecture in the like semi beginning. The I knew he was behind it the entire <laughs> time. It's like they told Carrie he was the villain when they started filming, and he just looked like it the whole movie. Yeah, he did a good job, but like I was, I was upset that the professor never said "as you wish." Yeah, he doesn't really say that in anything. <laughs> I know, I was kidding. I fucking love Carrie Elwes, and he is in a ton of shit that I enjoy watching. And I I would enjoy bloopers from all of them, of him saying, as you wish. <laughs> well, could you, all right, imagine the end. All right, so we're, we're going to go to the end before we go. So imagine the end, and you know the, Around the time where they make the your body, your choice thing. Yeah. Have whenever she goes and it goes on to the attack. And she goes, I'm not going to listen or I'm not going to bow. And she's like, that. he's just like, as you wish. Yeah. And he stabs her in the <laughs> fucking eye and the movie ends. Yeah. Like that would be per- like in my head, like in my brain process, and oh, I get that reference. Plus, it would just be a perfect placement of that as you wish. <laughs> you know what? You know, not another teen movie. I'm, I'm sure you've seen that. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the first movie I saw Chris Evans in. Yeah. Uh, so, the slow clap. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? They talk yeah. about it in that movie. You can't just start a slow clap and... She's explaining, Clarissa <laughs> is explaining. I just put that together right now. Yeah, did she explain it all? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> um, Anyway, right? So she is explaining to the guy that, you know, you can't just start a slow clap whenever, and it's got to be the right moment. And he's like, but how will I know? And she goes, oh, well, you'll know. And... It, you know, it gets ruined for him in the movie, but whatever. It's not about that. It's about the slow clap and how you can't just force it into shit. Slow motion fucking... I'm, I'm getting really irritated with movies forcing a slow motion scene into shit that it has no fucking place being into, okay? If there is a big-ass car fucking stunt going on, yeah, rock that shit in slow motion. If there's a badass gunfight slow motion cool if you want to throw a two-minute segment into the end of a fucking movie that is in (laughs) slow motion just because like somebody kicked in a door no no sir it was a very important part of the movie yeah she's being rescued woo by a bunch of other women who have survived yeah but you know what would make that (laughs) a lot better if the movie didn't suck the entire time. Right. Because by the time they throw a slow motion scene at you, you're like, oh my god, will you just fucking quit? (laughs) Alright, so now let's talk about the movie. We just did, like, that is... (laughs) 
That is everything about the movie. You know what? I, I just want to say that I, I had hope for this movie because so many people shit on it. And then people continued to shit on it. And then people whose opinions I respect <coughs> shit on it. And I was like, you know what? I just, I don't even want to see it. And then we decided to watch it holiday season. And I wish I never saw it. I'm thankful that I'm going to forget I ever watched it when I wake up. (laughs) This, so it's, it's a PG 13 remake too. So like, you're not even getting decent deaths out of this. There isn't really, it's just basically them being pulled off screen. I didn't see one death. And you know what? Every time I saw somebody being choked or attacked in any way, if it, if it held longer than 10 seconds, I knew that person wasn't going to die because all of the other deaths were pulled off camera. Mm -hmm. Well, then you have, um, (laughs) did the plastic bag thing too. Yeah. Um, and they changed they changed the blood to this goop stuff probably so they could show it yeah maintain that PG-13 rating oh it's black blood Uh. (laughs) it is that's exactly how they got the PG-13 rating and made the movie the whole fucking black magic was an afterthought oh yeah Originally, they were going to make the movie, and it wasn't going to suck. And then they were like, but we need a PG-13 rating. And somebody was like, ooh, we'll make the blood colored. No, I'm I'm not sure what they could have done to actually make this better. And then somebody was like, oh, we can make the blood black. And then it could be black magic. And they worship with the bust of the founder of the school. And they're all zombies. And (laughs) they hate women. a different writer. Yeah. And that's the whole premise. So and somebody we, was like, oh, yeah, I'll run with that. We have this um, professor in there in class. And he reads off this really sexist um, paper, which basically says that women. It wasn't sexist. It was. Well, I'm saying how they felt because, like, the only people that raised their hands went. And now, I'll get to it. <laughs> About how women are meant to be behind men and they're going up. Well, whatever. But he asks. Speech was created by man and women use speech that was created by man to try and overthrow man. It's a whole cycle where they're still following man. And yeah. Yeah. It was it was a long monologue. Yeah. So they they asked the students if anyone wants to um, say what they feel the author meant. Only women raised their hands. They're the ones that have something to say in this section of the movie. And um, our main character doesn't raise her hand but gets picked. Because asshole teacher. And she calls the author he... So he reveals that it wasn't written by he. It was written by she. And then he goes into. And he 
steadily gets more and more assholey as he goes on with this um, speech that he's giving about how, because there's a petition to get him fired. I think the main petition is because they're reading like classic literature. At least that's what he says in the beginning. And that he's an asshole, I think. Right? Pretty much, yeah. So, like, what, Mark Twain and shit like that? Well, I don't know who, but <clears throat> I highly doubt it was Twain. Well, I'm saying, like, classic <laughs> literature. So he's teaching. He's a, <laughs> I was reading Mark Twain in fucking grade school. So there's they still college. read it in college. I, I think they would analyze it in college more than they would just read it. Well, I think that's what they're doing. They're analyzing. This is a, like a literature. I think, uh, well, Twain Twain was more racist than he was chauvinist. And I oh, he, he was think... just the first one that popped in my head for classic yeah, literature. Yeah, I, I get you. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I think they would be reading. Um, they're upset about the male-centric... Um, Literature. Yeah, what's what's the word? More like philosophical shit. Like Plato and Socrates. Yeah, but like sexist. <laughs> <laughs> so Plato and Socrates. <laughs> but yeah, he was. Uh, he, I mean, the... he twisted his monologue about the the writing into a point about him being targeted yeah. for the the books that he suggests and the books that he proposes and pushes and teaches from and about. Yeah. So there's a petition for that. And the lady who's doing the petition for that also did a petition to get the bust of um, the founder of the college taken down. This movie's topical. <laughs> and the um, reason behind that is because he owns slaves in the north. They, they point that out. And she's our social justice warrior throughout the movie. This is not the main character, but her friend. And um, so people are being dragged off screen, being killed. They perform a like a play for the frat house, which is like the only part of the movie that I kind of liked. <laughs> yeah, they sing a song, <laughs> and okay, so the the main character Riley was raped by one of the guys from the fraternity three years prior to this timeline and he's and back in town she's forced to fill in for a sick sorority sister and she's cowering behind three other women on the stage while they sing the song and then she steps forward and twists it into a song about how this guy raped her and it's, it actually is a great scene i thought it was pretty good and then they only... storm out and they go get drunk <laughs> and have fun but before she walks in and does all that, she uh, witnesses uh, a ritual. Yeah. 
with the bust. Yeah, where you get to see the black blood dripping from the bust of the creator of the or the founder of the college. Right before she saves one of her sisters from being raped and is forced to fill in for her. Which, was that the same fucking chick that later yes. betrays all of them and gets murdered? Yes. Yeah, I, don't I, think, I don't think it was a... I think we were meant to believe that it was supposed to be a... a attempted sexual assault, but... It, no, I think it was. I think they got her after that. Uh, they might have. I mean, she looked pretty afraid and not into it while she was laying on that bed. And she was really fucking drunk. <laughs> yeah. She spent the next 20, 30 minutes of the movie throwing up, so. Unless we don't actually know, like, because we don't know what happens in between, like, her opening doors. So we don't know what's going on on the other side of the door until she opens it. Maybe there's some weird ritual shit going on, and that kind of freaked her out at first. And then it's supposed to look to us that... Look, man, I don't care if it was drugs <laughs> or a fucking ritual. If the woman looks scared while she's laying on your bed, you don't go for a condom. That is still rape, ritual or drugs. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not... Well, no, I'm, I'm not saying that's the part that was freaking her out. <laughs> I don't care what freaked her out. If she's well, like, because she's no. been doing this for a while. Like she was doing it for a while. Like she had to get the stuff from every person that died before that too. Like she's been on their side for yeah. since before that. Well, I mean, I I don't know if she grabbed their shit. Yeah, because that's why they had to have somebody on the inside. That was her role. Someone on the inside to gather. Um. Material or items from the people that they're selecting, the women that have stepped out of line. Yeah. So her role is to go in and take one item from this person. Her role was to have her neck broken in terrible fashion. <laughs> Tell her straight up, well, we're going to let you live, and then they fucking kill her. It was awful. Everything, the whole fucking movie. Yeah, like the death suck. The story kind of sucked. The story, the whole fucking thing was ass. Yep. Yeah, it was. I was Dude, trying to some find of the some positive scenes, stuff, man. Some of the scenes aren't bad because no, the acting in them decent. is good. I think and... one scene was good. The song was good because it's kind of a. This... I like it when they go straight up to the person and like do a fuck you in front of like everybody and I like that part of it because it's kind of like that part was rather empowering I think like they're basically going hey we know what you did and we're telling all these people in yeah, the song it went viral on the internet <laughs> yeah but not for the reason why the well obviously but I mean it's still it was good um, no yeah that scene definitely was the highlight of the movie and there's, I don't know, like, fuck, dude. To say there were three or four other scenes that were good would be reaching, but I'm trying, man. <laughs> the the people that acted in the movie didn't all suck. I guess that's a no. highlight. Yeah, 
they had a better script, I'm sure they Actually there's there's three I wanna say three. I it, it could only be two. But I think there's three people in this movie that have some other pretty good roles under their belt, so it's not like they can't perform, which is probably why some of the scenes don't suck is because the people carrying them mm-hmm. don't suck. But the story overall, like plot points and shit, was just I don't know, that's a no for me, dog. Like like our main girl is Randy from Jackson. Yeah, um, the the actress that plays Riley is in She's in things. the Green Room. And they which was suck. a really good movie. And twenty week twenty eight weeks later. Yeah, she's in some comedy dramas and stuff too. Some romance movies, I think. Mm-hmm. I've seen her in a few things. I can't remember what the names of any of them are right now, but I just remember the green room and um, twenty eight weeks later, because those are pretty good movies. Twenty eight weeks was definitely better than twenty eight days. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, they're both good. People like that movie, dude. I saw 28 Days Later in theaters on opening night, and I was like, I fucking hate you. Yeah, I would rather watch that than this. Yeah, so would I. I actually, I didn't really appreciate 28 Days Later until I watched it again probably three years after 28 Weeks Later came out when I finally watched that. Mm Mm-hmm. It wasn't as bad the second time around. I think they work very well together. So if you like do a double feature, they yeah. work very well together. They do. I'm still hopeful that they do the third one. But I don't think they will. I think they stopped. Who knows? But I mean, it would have been perfect timing with the whole pandemic to get some fucking B-roll. Yeah. Empty streets all around the world, dude. That shit is fucking priceless for film. Like, every film company should have just been out there with fucking drones, dude. Just filming everything possible. New York City, Los Angeles, like, fucking Tokyo. Like, every major city across the planet. You could have just gotten... B-roll of empty streets, and then all you got to do is CGI and destruction. <laughs> I mean, there's nobody out. Like, Los Angeles right now is full lockdown. You could just fly a drone around. Yeah, so, this movie sucked. <laughs> I can't recommend it. Um, But... I do not recommend <laughs> it. I mean, watch it if you just if you want something to talk shit about, this is your in. This is your go-to. I don't know. I've seen some people, like, enjoying it and decided to call everyone that didn't man babies. Yeah, well, they're dumb. <laughs> I literally <laughs> have nothing else to say about that. So I mean, we... it's, it's cool to have your own taste and opinions and shit, but it doesn't change the fact that this movie is trash. Yeah, but we've got some um, 
news about some upcoming movies that I would like to share since I think I think we're done with this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's yeah, there's really nothing to be said about this movie. So we're gonna get a Toxic Avenger reboot. Two stars out of ten. It's um from the director um Macon Blair. I haven't seen anything that he's actually directed though. Um fucking half a star. Some Netflix um thing that's I don't feel at home in this world anymore, if you've seen that. I have not even heard of that. I don't do a lot of browsing on Netflix. I have like twelve things in my list to watch and I still end up watching the same shit over and over. Well, he's going to write and direct this movie. He produced Murder Party in the Green Room, though, so. Yeah. Eh, he's got some. But, um. Yeah, we all know how producing and. Yeah. Creating Barry. I trust. Yeah. I mean, I trust people to do it. I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but. There are people that make great films that produce shit, and there are people that produce great films but make shit. So that's true. It can go either way, but I I'm mean, just saying the only movies I've well. seen. The only movies you I've know. seen is stuff he produced. He's also an actor. He was the Phantom Stranger in um, the Swamp Thing series. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of Swamp Thing, I was really disappointed. You remember I told you that CW picked that show up and they were promoting that they're airing new episodes? It's the same fucking episodes that we already saw when it was on DC. <laughs> well, they're probably going to replay the show and then add the new. I mean, I'm hoping that they add a new season, but I, I started watching one and I was like, I already saw this. Why are you saying new episode? This is not new. It should be listed new for the CW. as such. Repremiered. So he um he's gonna write and direct it. Um Dinklebot is gonna be um I mean Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Dinklebot. I love Peter Dinklage, man. I do too. But he's gonna be um I think he's gonna be playing Toxie. I don't know how that will work, but I'm for it. Well, I mean there's probably ways to do it. He's probably gonna play the Oh, there are definitely ways to do it. I mean, if it's going to be high budget, I mean, look at look at how big he was in fucking Thor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he was a giant. Well, he might just be playing um, Melvin. They've changed the story up a little bit too, so it'd be different. Speaking of Toxic Avenger, I watched the musical. It was great. It was it. I've never yeah. seen the musical. I thought about watching it the other day after we did. Uh, what you call it? Fucking poltergeist. Because, I mean, you know, trauma and musical. And then I was like, oh, you know what? Trauma has another musical. Yeah, but this one's a real musical on a stage. Yeah, it is. It's a, it's a stage production of Toxie. So, I mean. It's actually really good. Like, it's funny. I've I've heard nothing but high acclaim for that fucking stage play. So, even in, uh, like, Kaufman was when he was on um, the last drive-in, and they were he and Joe Bob were talking about stuff with uh, Lloyd's wife up there and everything. 
he was he had brought up that it was turned into a musical stage play and that was the first time i had ever heard that i had no idea they did that and i was like shut up so i had to look it up and i mean it's got really good reviews and ratings which is weird for trauma i think what you could um actually watch now like on i watched on broadway hd i did a free trial but um I think that one itself is different. Like when they first started, so there's different actors and different makeup. This one that you could actually watch now is really good. I haven't seen the other ones. I've seen pictures and the makeup looks bad, but this one, it it looks good and it's hilarious. (laughs) Yeah, I'll have to check one out. But the new um, Toxic Avenger movie is going to be Legendary Pictures, so I'm sure it has a budget. Oh, it's definitely got a budget if you're casting Peter Dinklage. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, I'm just pictures. saying, like, if, if he's going to be toxic, or toxic, if he's going to be toxy, that's, that's going to take a budget. You know what I mean? Like, that's going to be some CGI and some fucking physical makeup, shit like that. Unless they go classic and get, like, let him be the human version and a voice and let um like Luke Ferrigno or something play um yeah I mean, not, they they definitely not do that do the incredible hulk like switch him off yeah do the Lou Ferrigno yeah dun, 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 do the Lou do the Lou yeah it it would work either way but yeah legendary i mean you're looking at at least a fucking $15 million budget right there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope it's good. Yeah, it better be. They better not fuck that up. No, they <laughs> fuck it up. I think they, um, I think Lloyd Kaufman is only just getting the money to make their own sequel. So either way, fans are getting something. Yeah. I just, I think it would be really cool that if if they keep it true to every aspect and just update and make make the visuals you know mm-hmm. as as strong as possible but don't destroy any of the existing creativity that went into the movie that makes the whole thing great i think it'd be a little i think it'd be a lot of less um like offensive <laughs> but i I reiterate, I hope they don't ruin any <laughs> of the shit that makes the movie. Like, Oh, no, I hope so, too. But You, you I can't think... remake a fucking trauma movie and make it politically correct. It just... It, it, it defeats the purpose. Yeah, I think they're gonna... Well, I don't think they're gonna make it full-on politically correct, but I'm sure they're gonna change... Because um, it's a new story, too. I'm sure they're gonna change... A few things that might be deemed offensive nowadays. Um, not that I agree with them changing it or not. I just, I, I think that's what they're gonna do. Yeah. But I mean, if it's a good movie, it's a good movie, and I think it would prove the point I've been trying to make for a long time is that if Troma had like this huge budget. Like, Toxic Avenger would be as popular as, like, the Marvel stuff. See, 
and that's exactly why I'm saying I hope they don't change all the shit that makes the original great because if they don't change any of that and the movie succeeds, then Kaufman himself and Troma Pictures in general could be able to start pulling fucking real funding. Like, he could get real producers. I mean, part of what makes his movies great is the lack of mainstream and big budgets and shit like that. But even for, like, fucking visuals, just some of the CGI or fucking practical effects for makeup and shit, like, if he had the budget some of these fuckers have, like, I I just, I've I've always thought, with a lot of his shit. Could you imagine Troma War if he would have had a fucking $80 million budget with that shit? Right. It would be up there with the greatest parodies around. Like, it'd be, like, up there with Airplane and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, people would know about it. People have, would have heard of it and seen it. It'd be one of the ones people talk about. Airplane, Naked Gun. Yeah, they'd be like, hey, you ever seen Airplane? Yeah, man, it's great. Yeah, you ever seen fucking War? Like, <laughs> No. No, I, I really, I, I just really hope that they keep it as true as possible and don't shy away from how just completely offensive <laughs> a lot yeah. of trauma shit is. But, I think you could take some of that stuff, like the offensive stuff. I, I don't want them to, but you can just well, to make them more mainstream. Out, but I don't want them to take all of it out. I don't as want them to make its... it just completely soft because I want, I would like a few other trauma productions to get some big budget love and I would like some of his future shit to get that kind of support behind it too. I think I think one of the main priorities need to be like well not main a big priority other than like the story and actually be funny. It doesn't have to be super offensive but you gotta have that gore or <laughs> it's not gonna yeah, it's not gonna slide. You could you could have a Toxic Avenger movie that doesn't. You're saying you could have Toxie sitting in a rocking chair, knitting a sweater, holding a kitten, as long as he gets <laughs> up and rips a guy's head out, and his spine comes out and guts go everywhere. It's cool. Yeah, I mean, because they tell some pretty like offensive jokes in the first movie and a lot of trauma movies. Now. Like I said, I don't want them to take it out, but I also know that in order to be, I think as soon as they're where they're at now, like script and like about to be made mainstream budget, I think automatically all that stuff is gone. But as long as they have the gore and it's like, he looks like Toxie. And it's still funny. You know what they uh, need to do? They need to Patrick Swayze that bitch. <laughs> See now, a lot of people won't know what I mean by that because Patrick Swayze is pretty much synonymous with ghost. And I don't mean that they need to get ghost. I mean, <laughs> if you've ever seen this magnificent movie called Point Break, there's a sequence in that movie where they're skydiving. And what a lot of people might not know about that sequence in the movie is that Patrick Swayze was 
too important and precious to the director and the producers and they told him that he could not film that scene but Patrick Swayze was an avid skydiver and his buddy flew a plane so Patrick Swayze took the camera guy and his buddy and they rented a plane and all those scenes with Patrick Swayze skydiving are actually Patrick Swayze skydiving while the rest <laughs> of them are not actually there. Like He yeah. was like, fuck you guys. He went out on a weekend and he shot all his own shit and he brought it back to the studio Monday morning and was like, here, roll this shit. <laughs> fuck you, bitches. I'm Patrick <laughs> Swayze. And then he disappeared and Whoopi Goldberg showed up. No, that yeah. didn't really happen, but the, the skydiving shit did. That happened in Ghost, though. <laughs> <laughs> it did. See, but I, I would like that. Like, if if the production company or anybody is like, oh, you can't have that kind of dialogue in there. If they just went to the set without anybody else and filmed it and then took it to the editor and was like, here, throw this in. And then when the movie gets screened and it's all fucking offensive as shit and people love it, they're just like, oh shit, well, we'll keep that in there. Yeah. What am I talking about? Happening. It's 2020. <laughs> yeah. People are going to be like, oh no, we know. Oh, we can't say that. No. As long as they keep the head stomping in, don't take that out. <laughs> Please, PC police. You know what they need to do? They just need to lead every super offensive movie with, we were going to kill a dog, but we changed our mind, and there's just some offensive shit. And people would be like, oh, okay, well, at least they didn't kill that dog. No, they probably prefer the dog to get shot than them get offended. So, <clears throat> Nope. It's been tested in peer groups that killing a dog in a movie is the single worst thing you can do. Which is why John Wick works so well. Because even though the premise of that movie is stupid, people can... They they understand it. Like, they agree with it. Like, if you killed my dog and I was a hitman, yeah, I'm gonna murder every fucking person. Oh, I understand what you're saying. But this is... I think now being offended is more of an uproar than... Because... Unless you really kill a dog on screen, and then you're going to have a fucking... <laughs> oh, I think being offended is a fad that's going to go away. Because it, it, it was a lot bigger two years ago. It was a, it was a whole fucking thing. Like, there were memes and jokes about it. Ooh, I'm offended. And the safe yeah, spaces now and colleges serious. and shit. Now they're serious. Well, the things that they're serious about, though, pertain to things that should be taken serious. I'm talking about... Not all. Yeah, well, uh, yeah, I'm not agreeing <laughs> that all of them... Or I'm not saying that all of the shit that people... The things I know that people have complained about being offensive are legitimately offensive. <laughs> and I know because there's some of the shit that fucking offends me that and that's that's a hard thing to do 
But like, I don't even want to get into any of that. <laughs> that's that's a fucking that's a long story. But it's not dialogue that offends me. It's it's other stupid shit. Like, you ever seen the movie Last of the Mohicans? Like, they couldn't find a Native American to lead that fucking movie. Nope. Nah, man. They should have just cast Lou Diamond Phillips. I would have been okay with that. Mm-hmm. At least he's Asian. Or Michael Sarah. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> they should remake Last of the Mohicans with Michael fucking Sarah. I would uh-huh. die. And he just plays himself from Superbad. Yeah. Throw Jonah Hill in there, too. Oh, man. I love Jonah Hill, dude. Mad respect to Jonah. Too. He's a good actor. He's a great actor. He's a fucking... He's... Yeah. He's put up with so much shit in his life, and he's got such a strong fucking... Will. It's He, he deserves a lot of credit. And I wish a lot of people would have shown him more respect and appreciation for both his acting chops and just him as a person. Going back, you're not a Daniel Day-Lewis fan? I'm not saying I'm not a (laughs) Daniel Day-Lewis fan. I'm fucking... Dude. No. You know that movie didn't mean anything other than Daniel Day-Lewis running around. I mean, that's the movie. (laughs) Yeah, so I got this great movie, right? It's about this important Native American history, but uh, we're going to have Daniel Day-Lewis running around in a loincloth. Oh, I'm sold. Uh Right? I mean, that would... God, dude. I don't even know why I brought that up. Now that's all I'm going to fucking think about. (laughs) Shit like that just fucking... I mean... Yeah. It made sense to cast white people as natives in shit in the fucking early 1900s. But in the fucking 90s, dude. What do you mean early 1900s? <laughs> I mean, there's there's tons of fucking like John Wayne movies and pre-John Wayne. Oh, you're talking like from the creation of film up to like the 50s? I'm talking from the creation of film up until the 2000s is they kept doing it. Yeah, but you're saying they had an excuse at some point. Well, yeah, the excuse was fucking Native Americans weren't even allowed to vote until 1965. Yeah, this movie was in... 1994. Was it? Are you sure? Yes. Damn. I am so off my game tonight. I'm fucking tired. I'm usually on point with that shit. 1992, huh? Mm-hmm. I got Black Christmas and Last of the Mohicans wrong? What the fuck is wrong with me? Dates aren't my strong suit either. You know what? Three movies are really good, though, involving natives. Crazy Horse. Amazing. Woman Walks Ahead. Fucking phenomenal. And both of those are... Uh, Two very important Sioux Nation legends, both Crazy Horse and Sitting Bull. Um, and both were portrayed by Michael Gray Eyes, who is magnificent. Mm-hmm. I absolutely fucking cherish that man. 
he's an amazing actor. He's an amazing person. I've had the great pleasure of talking to him a few times. He's fucking wonderful. Cool. Both those movies. If you haven't seen Woman Walks Ahead, watch that shit. I, I believe I've seen that. It's, it's great. It's got, um, oh my God. Oh my, uh, Jessica Chastain. I believe, yeah. I'm not even going to look it up. I'm absolutely 100% that's who plays the female lead in that movie. And she was, she was heavenly in that fucking movie, dude. She was flawless. It had, um, what's his name? Um, Sam Rockwell in it, too. He was fucking awesome. They had him speaking Lakota in that movie, dude, and he killed it. I was like, damn. This dude is legit. I've always loved Sam Rockwell, but hearing him speak fucking Lakota was... That was some shit. (laughs) I was like, wow. (laughs) It was like watching Wind Talkers all over again. Which, if you now, I just now I just want to watch Last of Mohicans, starting <laughs> starring Yul Brynner. <laughs> oh my god, dude! Did you ever see that movie, the one that he was a native in? Yeah. Oh my god! I also watched the one where he was Asian. Yeah, like Yul Brynner was an amazing actor, but dude, like, give me a fucking break! That's like putting John Wayne in blackface. Yeah, I'd watch it. I probably would have watched it too, to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, there's there's shit that I agree with being offensive, and then there's there's shit that people need to just fucking grow up. There's there's a reason yeah. that there's an entire fucking millennia of people with a thick skin, and it's because. Like, that's the nature of the beast. People are shitty. And, and people fucking grow from it. They strengthen themselves from it. They don't fucking cower and start telling people you can't say stuff. I'm all about not fucking allowing people to say racist shit. Like, absolutely. I don't think hate speech should be protected. But if you call somebody a bitch, like, there should be nothing wrong with that. There should be no fucking recourse. Like, dude's acting like a bitch. <laughs> yeah. like, stop acting like a bitch. I don't care if you're fucking offended. Yeah. Go cry. But that that's, um... What, um... Shit. Huh, that's misogynistic. It isn't, because the word bitch is pertaining to it's a, a dog. female dog. Who, so... Yeah, but they don't see the dog part of that. Yeah, I know. I get it. I mean, yes. People should learn how to read. I agree with you. <laughs> I mean, there's there's <laughs> lots of words that fucking are like that. Like, it's... You know, there's... Yeah. I could spend hours talking about that shit. Just words in general. Words have meanings and they should be fucking upheld and appreciated and definition should not be changed because all that does is make shit harder. All you should do is positively reinforce the original definition of shit and move on. But no, 
We can't have that. Mm-hmm. There's only <laughs> one word in the history of language that I agree with the change of the definition and I agree with it being banned. And like, would you like to share this word? Everybody knows what word I'm talking about. And it, it originally, I, I, I think I need you the to say original it. definition of said word was, and I kid you not, I will never forget this. I still have a dictionary somewhere that's ancient that has the original definition. A person lacking in knowledge or information mm-hmm. pertaining to a subject or um, something else. But it, it literally meant ignorance, which is why it was mm-hmm. enforced against a, a, an entire population of people that were forced into ignorance and not allowed it was also a tool. to read or write and shit like that. And mm-hmm. It was also a tool. It didn't, yeah, they took it. And... I, I agree with them <laughs> fucking changing it and not letting people say it because that was, that was forced into a fucking a huge hate word for hundreds of years. But shit, like, there's, there's other stuff like gay. Like, gay originally meant happy and then people twisted it to mean stupid and then people want to take it as a fucking slur against homosexuals. I hate that. When did they, when did they um, make it say like it was stupid? Oh, just like the slang way? Yeah, dude, I fucking... Like, that's yeah. gay. And that was way <laughs> yeah. before fucking it became this whole you can't say that. Like, yeah, well, like fuck you. I thought the whole thing was is that they were gay, they were happy because no moral men and yeah, I have woman relationships suck. I have no idea, but that would make sense. Like I just you know, there's there's just certain fucking words. Yeah, I get to say all of them, so I'm special. Yeah. Eh, well, everyone gets to say every one of them if they want. I mean, that's no, the... I get a pass on all of them. I can say them all in public. I just mm. refuse to say the one <laughs> that I will not say. I'm just going to go, you can't tell me what I can and can't say. I choose what I can and can't say. Oh, yeah. I've seen a lot of people say that about stuff and then get punched in the mouth over one specific word. <laughs> mm. But, um... No, I, I completely agree. I will say what I fucking want to say. Do something about it. I just like the fact that they um they changed a medical term to an insult. Now it's you can't say that any. Really? Yeah, retarded used to be a. It's not a medical term. It's a scientific term. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah. Well, the... it it means too slow. It was not a medical term. Mental retardation means you are mentally slowed or inept. Well, they used it as like terminology in the medical field. But yeah, because, because of medical is a science. Because of its <laughs> literal definition, meaning too slow. Like yeah, I have, now I have it's a an bread insult. retarder. It slows the process of the rising of the bread. <laughs> That's that's what it does. I didn't say it didn't have another meaning. I'm just saying it was a. F- no, that is the meaning. It, it's it's not I another it meaning. It's just I'm I'm agreeing with you, but I'm just saying it's not a medical term. They they just used it in its proper form in medical language. 
Yeah, and so it was a term, and now uh, you they changed that too. So I think the whole def like no one's allowed to say. Yeah, that's. I'm on the fence about that one. Hmm. Just because I don't know, man. I know so many fucking people that aren't on my level. <laughs> and that I, that's not like a boast or a brag. I know a lot of very intelligent people. I know a lot of fucking stupid people. And I just feel like the word I don't feel like the word is super fucking offensive. I just feel like it's overused. I feel like it's offensive if you call somebody that actually has a learning disability retarded. I mean, it's not their fucking yeah. fault. Well, see, I don't think it should have ever been used on, like, actually mentally disabled people. I always used it for people that were abled who chose not to Who be. were idiotic. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like that's the fucking... That's at the fault of the medical community for deciding to use retardation in a sentence... I mean, yeah, I've I've had arguments with people about it. As the parent of somebody who is differently abled, I will not call my son disabled. He's not handicapped. He just he doesn't function the way fucking neurotypical people do, but neither do I, so it doesn't it doesn't strike me yeah. as weird. Um it's well, like, like I I used that word all the fucking time, and I I've had arguments with people about using that word, and they're like, "Well, you can't say that," and I'm like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> like, right. I can absolutely fucking say that. You can't say that. What presence Man. do you have in that? My mom, fucking, I grew up with my mom working in a home with mentally retarded people. Like I understand. Well, you don't know their life either. I so. understand the the definition, the meaning, and the proper use of the word. Like, if somebody fucking... <laughs> you ever play, like, sports growing up with friends? Like, sh- No, I don't like sports. <laughs> shooting basketball <laughs> at the park or anything? No, fuck sports. So, like, we, we would... There's a park right next to my house, and we would play basketball growing up. And somebody would get so pissed when they lose that they drop kick their own fucking ball like across the park. Mm-hmm. You look that kid dead in the eyes and tell him he's fucking retarded. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the stupidest thing you could do. You have to be mentally slow, but you only use that word as a slur against people that are completely able to understand logic, reason, and don't. They just choose not to. Like, hey, I own this ball. I'm going to kick it 100 yards from here. So, like, majority of the people on the internet. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Well, I don't know if I would say the majority of the people on the internet, but the majority of the people on the internet. (laughs) The majority of the people that talk on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. The majority of the people that talk while they're typing. Oh, you think that's fucking funny, bitch? Yeah, send that. No, here it is. No, I watched this funny video. My buddy, uh, my buddy recorded this clip. 
for a Men in Black, and he put it on YouTube, and he immediately got hit with copyright infringement. So mm-hmm. I, I talked him through walking around that, right? And um, he got, well, actually, I don't even it's... know if he did it without what I suggested, but he got that figured out. Either way, right, I got to watch this video, and in one of the scenes in Men in Black, um, fucking, who the hell played Agent K? Tommy Lee Jones. Why Why could yeah. I not think of that for a second? Well, it depends on which Agent K. The, the original. Pat. So Tommy Lee <laughs> Jones is typing in the background as Will Smith is walking by, and his hands are just floating in the air, and they're just making movements. <laughs> and he's, like, narrating while he's doing this shit. But it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking hilarious. You have to see it. It's one of the greatest errors I've ever seen in a movie. Might not be. Well, I'm guessing they were originally supposed to CGI in some kind of digital keyboard. There's nothing there. Unless it's taking, um, like, unless it's coming through, like, his mind. Like, he could see the type, like, a hologram thing. We just can't see it. So it's just like... Yeah, I guess that would make sense if he had fucking, like, false eyes or some shit. We don't know what they'd do. They could take out their eyes or buy like technical um enhancements. Oh, I'm sure the men in black could have, but was was he wearing his glasses? I no, forget. they're indoors. And <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Right, so this has nothing to do with that. But you said glasses. <laughs> so the new Call of Duty, right? I'm playing it. And there's this sequence where you're infiltrating a KGB headquarters Mm -hmm. and it's two American soldiers. One, well, one is definitely CIA. The other one is you. So you get to pick what faction you're with, CIA, MI6, shit like that. Mm -hmm. The dude from the CIA is wearing fucking aviators the entire game. And you would Mm -hmm. think that he's going to take that shit off when he's infiltrating the KGB. But no, he's the only fucking person inside a building wearing aviators. And that's great. I mean, every other soldier is in complete uniform hat and all. And this dude is just walking around rocking aviators. And I'm like, people are really buying this. Do you see any other fucking soldier rocking aviators right now? Like, nobody's going to question this. We're, we're just going to walk right through. Nice glasses, bro. Yeah, it, it literally it bothers the shit out of me. <laughs> and I have to keep playing that sequence in the game because there's an achievement that I haven't gotten yet. <laughs> Every time <clears throat> I play it, I'm like, I can't. This is stupid. I was consider getting it, but I don't, I don't think I'd ever play it. I'm not a big Call of Duty fan. Yeah, me neither. I just did it because content. Mm. I needed something to stream and something to play. All right, so you want to give Black Christmas a rating? Oh, I did. Don't wash it. (laughs) No number or letter? I gave it a fucking star. (laughs) I'll give this piece of shit a D. Yeah, for a fucking bag of dicks. I mean, if 
I've had a choice between this and The Witches, I mean, I would watch this. I'd watch this 20 times before I watch The Witches again. Yeah, see? Yep. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure <laughs> the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, I fucking reviewed that, and I was like, I award you no stars, and may God have mercy on your soul. I didn't actually say that, but I did give it like half a star and I suggested that people never watch it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, I, I, I actually that... use that as a reference point mm. when movies are going to be remade. I literally say this better not be Elm Streeted. I think it had some ideas that could have worked. but Oh, it could have. It, it could have worked. It just, it didn't. They had they had a fucking epic twist to the plot, and we've actually talked about this, that would have worked, and they could have ran with it where he was innocent, and that's why he came back. But then they fucked that up. I kind of like that idea better. Like, what? why would... That's, that was the he, only he has thing more... that the movie had going for it, and it actually did work, and I loved that plot point. He has more reason for revenge if he was innocent than... Yeah. I mean, it also made Freddy an easier character to be my favorite character because I love Freddy Krueger, and the fact that he's a child molester just gets, like, passed over so that people feel okay with him being the greatest. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some people arguing <laughs> it, about that. I was like, fuck It's dude. like Michael Jackson, you know? Like, he's the greatest pop singer of all time. Don't talk about how he touched kids. Like, just, just skip over that part. Like, even right now, if anybody listens to this, I'm going to get hated on for that. Well, we didn't skip it for a long time, but as soon as he died... Oh, no. Now it's... <laughs> you maybe, but no. I definitely fucked Oh, I him. didn't. I never, st- I never skipped. skipped. So I made fun of him <laughs> when he was in court for it, but that's only because he came oh, to court I never looking like Captain it. Crunch. Yeah. I never skipped those jokes. Oh my god, my back hurts. Oh, yeah. This movie was a right. big old steaming pile of fucking why. Yeah. I'd give this one a D. You're giving it what? <laughs> one little tiny star. And the only reason I'm giving it a star is because there are people that worked really hard on this fucking movie and it's not their fault. I don't know who those people are, but there's somebody worked pretty fucking hard on this movie. You're giving them a sympathy star? I am. I'm giving them a pity star. Oh, fuck that. Don't give no pity stars. We're reviewers. I, I have to. I have to give them a fucking sympathy star to the actors. They they had some good scenes, man. They, they fucking... Yeah, that's why they get a D. Yeah, I mean, you're not <laughs> giving them a complete fail, so I'm going to give them a star. I'll give them a half a star. Well, Every time I say it, it gets less like and less, witches. dude. I'm fucking... <laughs> I just want to forget this movie exists. I want to go back to never seeing it. Or having never seen it. It was <laughs> it was not good. So when we're watching it in the Discord... Yeah, never. I fucking... I literally... <laughs> I was talking to my buddy while I was watching the movie. And I said that I wanted to turn it off. 20 different times already and I think I was 40 minutes into the movie 
It was just... Yeah, it was a rough watch. There were like five parts in the movie where it skipped ahead. And I literally questioned whether or not I should fix that. And I was like, you know what? No, I shouldn't. Because this movie doesn't matter at all. I'm no. Actually, there's proof because we really didn't talk about it much. Yeah. I, well, I mean, we did. We we talked about the entire movie. It just went by really quick because there's nothing to talk about. <laughs> the movie, yeah. You could watch it if you want to. I mean... You mm-hmm. can, you know how they have the fucking, the one chip challenge and the fucking cinnamon challenge and the, the all that shit. You could make a fucking black Christmas challenge. If you can watch the entire movie, I don't know. You get a t-shirt. <laughs> you get a Loonsville podcast t-shirt if you watch all of black Christmas. Speaking of that. <laughs> If you'd like to support our show, I mean, um, I had set up a Patreon. You can click the link in the description. Um, I think the highest one, or the highest tier, you could get a mug. Nice. A Loonsville mug? <clears throat> yeah. It's just a symbol I have on here. Dope. But it looks pretty good. Wait, you already have a mug? No, like um, I looked at the picture. Oh, I could order one for me, word. but yeah, that's cool. So yeah, if you like the show, support us on Patreon. We also have a YouTube channel that this is not gonna be on. Yeah, there's good reason for that. Uh, didn't want to do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Um. No. <laughs> I. Yeah. Aside from the fucking headache and overly tired mental state, um, this movie is not worthy of a fucking YouTube review. But then we have like clips of us flipping off the camera. But that is true. I mean, just imagine it. If I was gonna do this for YouTube, it would literally be us introducing the movie, me introducing a scene, that scene rolling, and then me cutting it. And saying it doesn't fucking matter. This movie was trash. End of YouTube. <laughs> All right, so we have a YouTube channel where we have a few episodes. Uh, we have a Patreon. We have this podcast. Yeah, I think and, we have. Uh... And we have another podcast that I do by myself called Another Loonsville Podcast. Um. Woo. Yeah, check <laughs> that out. Short stories and whatnot. I think. Um... Yeah. I think we have, what, like four or five videos on the YouTube right now? I believe so. I um, I want to do another one tomorrow if you're up for it. You can watch, um, you can watch Freaky or Castle Freak at any point tomorrow when you have time. I'm going to watch both of those tomorrow. So if you want to do one on one of those, we could do that tomorrow. And then um, I want to try some shit with the uh, with the whole YouTube thing. So mm, some edited videos. Yeah, I want to. I want to actually. Yes, I want to. I want to do some things. We'll talk about that off stream, though. <laughs> yeah. 
All right, so that was our show. Would you like to share with the listeners where they can find you? You can find me on Slasher if you want to be friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You can find me live on Twitch at GFBird, G-E-E-F Bird. Um, I'm live streaming on there damn near six days a week. You can find me on the YouTube for Loonsville or on my YouTube. Um, everywhere at GFBird, G-E-E-F Bird. I'm on, I think, literally every single social platform under that name. Except Facebook. Well, I have a Facebook. I'm never on it. Like, ever. I set it up. I posted a bunch of old videos. And then I was like, cool, I'm done. <laughs> I, I, have, I have acknowledged that I had a Facebook multiple times. So I figured I needed to actually create one. <laughs> it's done. And I don't even know if people can find me. I think I said it so that people can't. <laughs> uh, and yet you still found me. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. I think the, the YouTube, Slasher, Twitch are the three big ones. Uh, and my Discord. You can find me on Discord. Jeefbird, pound, 1698. Yeah. Nice. You actually remember the number, or did you look? No, I remember my, my Discord number. I don't I have to look every time. Alright. Um, you can find me on Slasher. Slippery underscore countable, I think. You can find me on the Twitter, which I'm hardly ever on. Slip Cannibal. Uh, you can find me on this podcast. You can find me on another Loonsville podcast. You can find me on the YouTubes with with Jeff and you can find me on Facebook and you can read me bitching about uh, politics and stupid people (laughs) Uh, stupid people don't 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 worry I don't take sides everyone's stupid in my eyes Uh, fucking fucking (laughs) Facebook dude I I have been off of Facebook for four months, and I love it. I gave up Facebook for 40 days at the beginning of the year, and it was so nice and refreshing that after I started noticing how much shittier everything progressively seemed after getting back on Facebook... And just interacting with people. I I fucking... I just shut it down again. And I have not had the urge to open it back up. Like, I just... I literally don't care. All I ever did with my Facebook was... Fucking hate the shit that people spread. I like to put up pictures of my kid and me so that people in my family could see them, but... And at the same time, I don't want to delete people from my Facebook because, I don't know, it's weird. 
they die, and then I get sad that we're not friends on Facebook anymore. As stupid as that sounds, it's legitimately like, uh, yeah, I did. It, it happened once. I had a buddy that I fucking I deleted everybody from my Facebook one year, and then one of my buddies passed away. The fucking the night of my twenty fourth or twenty fifth birthday, I believe, twenty fourth, I think, maybe even my twenty third birthday. But yeah, after that, I I re-added everybody, and I don't delete anybody. I just fucking my my newest thing after that happened was to just really let people know how the fuck I feel and then they can delete me. (laughs) (laughs) It works out so well, dude. I can cash out like fucking 30 friends in a minute. Just like peace, bitches. Right. That was our show. I'd like to thank you all for listening. As would I. Thanks for tuning in to the Loonsville podcast. You like the way I said that? That was smooth. We appreciate it. I hope you check out the rest of our shit here on Anchor, Apple, or Spotify. Uh, All of our recordings are available for free, and they're pretty fucking great. And check out our YouTube. It's got some good videos, including one of, in my eyes, the only video that we've done that was worth me spending 16 hours editing footage into Poultry Geist. <laughs> Isn't that the only one you spent 16 hours uh, on? Yeah, I mean, I spent, like, uh, the one I had to make 277 edits in. Mm-hmm. I think that took me, editing-wise, that might have taken me, like, six hours. But then uh, the rest of them, that was also me learning the program because I switched to editing programs. And I yeah. think um, I think the other two or three took a couple hours, maybe. And that was just skipping through, making sure there's no like dead air, and trying to trying to streamline the fucking show as much as possible. But yeah, with uh, yeah, Spotify has the pure uncut version. Yeah, I leave the dead air <laughs> in. But um, yeah, no, the poultry geist one. I mean, I I fucking got halfway through the full edit and then the program froze up and I lost all of it and I had to redo the whole fucking thing and then um, yeah the second time around it just it was taking so fucking long I kind of rushed it towards the end but mm-hmm. I yeah I, c- I couldn't help it. It was like fucking <laughs> 9 o'clock in the morning and I had started at 6 p.m. the night before and I was I was just fucking done. <laughs> and I, I wanted to get it up because it took me like three days longer than I wanted it to to fucking deal with all that shit. Understandable. 
But yeah, I'm gonna All try right. and do it better the next time because I wanna, I wanna get, I wanna get better at editing clips in from stuff. But I also wanna, I wanna play with some other shit. Mm-hmm. That was our show. We appreciate you listening. Like we said, check out our other stuff. Check out the Patreon if you would like to support us. Um, Patreon, buy the mug. Get the mug. Yeah, the mug. Send pictures of the mug. Yeah, dude. If you send pictures of the mug, I will fucking hire a stripper to come to your house. And we'll pretend to sign it. I'll sign the stripper that comes to your house. Yeah. (laughs) True story. Signed strippers. That's your reward. Yeah, if you take a picture with the signed stripper and the mug, I'll strip for you. <laughs> you just made everyone not want to. <laughs> oh, I don't know, dude. I got moves. Yeah, now everybody just stops listening. They're like, <laughs> fuck this. <laughs> I'm out. I would say I had moves too, but they're more of like a shimmy. Yeah, mine's more like horizontal running. It's like a fucking beached whale laying on the ground. If that whale was tiny. I could do a wave. If the wave didn't crash right. I could do... uh... Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. I could do one of the things that John Travolta did in one of those disco movies. (laughs) The Staying Alive dance? Yeah, is it Staying Alive or um, Saturday Night Fever? It's Saturday Night Fever is the movie, but Staying Alive is the song that's playing by BGs. Oh, the, the sequel is Staying yes, Alive. Is. Yeah, so. Yeah, but yes, the dance you're talking about is Saturday Night <laughs> Fever, and Staying Alive was the song playing. Yeah. yeah, it's been forever since I watched those because I don't like those movies. Yeah, they didn't age well. <laughs> and neither did John Travolta. I'm just kidding, man. No. Like, I feel bad for John. He's he's had a life. Yeah. I couldn't imagine losing my I... fucking kid, dude. That would that would wreck me. Yeah. Oh. But but he's got his uh Scientologist to back him up, so he's good. Mm. I have nothing. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs>